Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Forever in My Life uh, from Sign of the Times. Recorded on the 7th of August 1986 at the Galpin Boulevard uh, home studio. Prince still hadn't quite moved into Paisley Park. He was still recording at Sunset Sound and, and he had uh, various setups around the place where he was recording tracks. Uh, obviously he had initially wanted to do a triple album so he had a lot of music that he was recording at this time and he was still kind of using the home studio I think this is one of the last tracks that he recorded there that's been released I feel there's a few in the vault that probably will be released one day uh, this was released on the 30th of March 1987 on the track it is just Prince by himself and the track is 3 minutes 30 and joining me to talk about this is Alec Rayner hello Alec hello for the song I feel like there's kind of like a, a simple it, it's just a, a kind of a love song I would say yes um, you know I feel like the title kind of gives it away a little bit yeah um you know, um, and it's it's very kind of acoustic. And the thing that's worth pointing out about this song, aside from the fact that it's probably one of my favorite Prince songs, is that the background vocals take ahead of the lead vocals. Not throughout the whole song, it's worth saying. Uh, Prince gets all the way through to uh, where he says, baby, it's true, I think I do. And then just, just as he says, and I want to tell you that I want to with you, before the next line comes in, the harmonies for the next line are already there, saying, baby, if you do too. And then Prince goes, and baby, if you do too. Yeah. And this apparently was a mistake um, that Susan Rogers made. Um, Prince had recorded, like, you know, the, the lead vocal. Uh, then he recorded the backing vocal. And then when Susan Rogers played them back, she had started the the backing vocals at slightly wrong time. So they were out of sync and they were actually ahead of the lead vocals. And Prince heard it and... As with some of the other mistakes on this album, because there, sure. there are a few that were kind of made in the process of Prince moving from one place to another, um, you know, he loved it. And he then recorded the rest of the song deliberately with the lead vocal, the background vocal ahead of the lead. Um, and it's, it's such a wonderful effect. I mean, it's almost impossible to kind of describe without actually hearing it, but like having the, the kind of the harmonies beat the lead vocal it's it's just so I mean oh, yeah. it's just such a it's one of those things that when you first hear the song you're like you, it starts happening and you're just like this is just perfect this is just so great oh yeah it's it's mesmerizing almost I would say that's probably the word I'd use to describe that um um you mentioned that it was um a love song and I think this at least was one of the probably at the time maybe the most mature love song Prince released at this point because yeah. It was um, it was about like what he said, set, settling down for um the first time, and um you know no no more juggling hearts in a three ring circus. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, so many great kind of lyrics yes. as well, like the way he phrases it. I mean, particularly the point where he says, you know, there comes a time in everyone's life, like the it, you know he's at this point he's now a man. I mean, he's uh, at this point what twenty nine. Yeah, uh, I know he's he's kind of thirty just just after uh, Love Sexy came out, so. You know, he's in his late 20s. We've had a lot of songs that have been about how great the sex will be when you're with Prince. And we've had a lot of songs that are kind of about how great Prince is as a person. But just the, the fact that he's, you know, he says, um, you know, uh, when he gets tired of fooling around. And like you said, juggling hearts in the three days. So it's such a like such a great kind of line. Um, and then, you know, he says someday we'll drive a body down to the ground. So obviously, you know, he's getting tired of of kind of doing that, of, of kind of juggling hearts. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when he just says, I never imagined love would rain on me and make me want to settle down. And that is like such a, such a great kind of coupling because, you know, the way he delivers it as well, this is the thing, like the in his voice, 
it, it, this isn't like the kind of like breathy, uh, you know, falsetto. Um, and uh, actually, when he does this song live, he does a few things where he kind of goes into his re- lower register and does kind of like goofy singing, almost like trying to undercut the kind of song. Uh, but in the on the album version, he doesn't do any of that goofiness. There's no goofiness in this song. It is very kind of you know serious and and straight. And um, you know just the fact that he says you know, baby, it's true. I think I do, and I just want to tell you that I want it with you. And it's just, I mean, like it's not just about settling down. It's about finding the person. You know, like the title says, forever in my life. Um, which you know, by the way, there isn't like there yeah. isn't a, as with a lot of songs on the sign of the times, there isn't a chorus that has that kind of repeating. There is a lot of use of the word forever. There is a lot of use of the word my life. There is a lot of, you know, so there's different parts of it. You know, the closest we get is to the forever I want you in my life. Um, yeah, and then... Which the, I guess would be a clunkier title if you'd have gone with that. The little um, yeah, no, it's, fade at the end where it's forever in my life. Forever. Yeah, well, no, that's, yeah the, that's the only time you get the title. Yeah. When you can barely hear it just as it's kind of going away. And then it, like he just starts changing up the guitar part here in the fade and you're just like, ah, oh, gosh. Why wasn't there a new 12 inch to this? Why wasn't there? <laughs> you know, it's a yeah. song that I always am hoping that eventually we'll hear more of just because I it, it leaves me wanting more. It yeah. almost doesn't feel complete. I think it's because it has this kind of, um, it's not like a stream of consciousness, but it is kind of like, uh, you know, there's no, there's no like middle eight. Uh, there's no chorus. It is just literally like two very long verses, basically. And so that's maybe why it feels incomplete because there's no kind of refrain that kind of comes back or anything, you know, uh, until like the title is said at the very, very end, just as the song is finishing, basically, you know, and it does have this, you know, the opening, the opening thing, which I actually skipped over is where, you know, he goes, which, and that kind of gets repeated in the middle and it kind of gets repeated towards the end as well. And that's kind of the only thing that kind of is, is really kind of repeated. But yeah, I mean, as soon as the kind of the, the, the background vocal starts overtaking the lead, it's just kind of, you know, amazing because Prince is, it's almost like there's a, I don't know, I, I feel like there's like an angel on his shoulder saying the things that he's about to say next. Like, you know, when he's like, you are my savior, you are my light. And then Prince sings in the main vocal, you are my savior, you are my light. And he's got a different inflection and it just feels like someone's just said it and he's just thought of it. But, it, you know, actually it's, it's him, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know and particularly as once you get to the end of that first verse and it goes forever i want you in my life just kind of under uh, you know the, the kind of the the background and then he goes forever i want you in my life and it's just like the, the, the kind of the timing of it is perfect as well i mean it might have been an accident to start off with but it's clear that prince kind of went back and fixed it so that the timing of it really works as the song goes on oh yeah um, you know um, definitely. Um, when you were mentioning the beginning, the la da 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 the, um, the way it, it syncs up with the drum track at the beginning, because, you know, it starts off with the, the drum, the boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then the la da 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 over that. I always love the way how it meshed together on that. And it almost, because obviously Prince is playing all the instruments, so it almost feels like that la da 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 is just him sounding out what the drum beat is meant to be, mm-hmm. so that you can kind of keep time. And then playing to kind of fit that, uh, almost like his own little kind of metronome, um, and you know, and and yeah, the drum. I mean, this track is very very spare, um, you know, and not you know not for lack of effort because obviously there are songs on this album that are just Prince by himself that are heavily layered with lots of stuff with yeah. bass, guitar, drums, vocals, background vocals, you know, and then he gets horns in there, and you know, then he sends it off to Claire Fisher and puts strings on top. So he's not averse to you know um, being a one man studio and just kind of layering tons of stuff on. 
But with this song, it's so simple. It is just literally kind of that that drum beat, and you know, there's a you know the acoustic guitar, um, you know, which on the uh, you know on the live version he has like this acoustic guitar with like a shiny kind of like um, is it a heart? I think it is like kind yeah, of yeah. There's the, the little heart it. on it, and as he's playing it, it kind of keeps catching the light. Um, you know, and it's kind of a little, it's a little distracting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like this, that acoustic guitar is so beautiful. And it's the second verse that I just kind of love when you have the, the kind of the, the, you know, the backing of Urkel saying every man's journey. And then Prince just goes, there comes a road in every man's journey, uh, a road that he's afraid to walk on his own. And the thing is as well, uh, the background, it's like, don't be afraid. Don't I'm at that road and I'd rather walk it with <laughs> than walk it alone. And it's like, and it's just, I mean, you know, and then when he goes, you are my hero, you are my future. And you hear the no past just before he says, when I am with you, I have no past. And it's just, you know, I, I mean, it, it's it's like me saying the words just doesn't describe how perfect the song oh, yeah. is, you know. And particularly when he, he really puts the emotion into, baby, my one and only desire is to find some way in this doggone world to make this feeling last. And, you know, just the I know I do before he goes, baby, is true. I know I do. And then, you know, the... I just want to tell you that I want to with you, baby, if you do too. And it's just, you know, I mean, kind of the whole thing of, you know, just spending forever with someone, you know, it's clear that Prince, you know, like he says at the start, he wants to settle down, Um, you know. Now, (laughs) I think there's a little bit of a contrast because obviously, you know, the the previous song is Hot Thing. Yeah, (laughs) barely 21, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there's some very different sentiments expressed in the song before it. Uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, the, the kind of this is um, this is the end of uh, the first yeah, the CD, first, yes. um, and so, and it's the end of like the second side if you had it on vinyl. Um, so it it does feel a you know kind of um, it, it like really works as kind of the last song before you start. You know the second, particularly because the second you know the second CD starts with you got the look and if I was your girlfriend and strange relationship there's still a lot of kind of like there's this run of like four songs in a row where it's about Prince kind of taking a relationship seriously um, just before he volunteers to not get into a relationship with someone um, and I could never take the place so you know it's it's a, what I love about this album and I'm, I'm sure I've said it on, on a number of tracks by now is you know it, the sequencing of it is just so perfect because you have this contrast of kind of you know prince kind of partying with hot thing yeah and then coming into this really serious uh song um you know and the, the whole thing about when he says you know all that i want all that's wrong in my world you can make right you are my savior you are my light forever i want you in my life and the thing is when he's saying those last two lines uh the ladder da da's are already started before prince actually sings that and it's just and like we said, to the fade with the forever in my life, where he does start to change the chords up and he yeah. does sound like... And it's, that's my favourite kind of fade out, is the one where it sounds like there's another song... Yeah, there's like another part coming. the song starting. Yeah, and then you don't get to hear it, you know. That's that's why it's the fade out. And that's and, and I think as like the end of the first um, CD or the first, you know, the LP, it does make you want to listen to the next... Like, it makes you want to listen to that song again, but it also makes you want to kind of continue because you're like... You know, the Prince has obviously kind of already hooked you with like nine or something songs at this point, and you're like, well, what's got to come next? You know, like it makes you just want to hear more of what this album is going to be, and I think that's a really good kind of thing with this song. Is you know, it's just so beautiful. I mean, I you know, there's no better way to describe it. It's so kind of like perfectly set up and perfectly put together, and you know, Prince on some of the songs on this album, I just love kind of all the extra production. You know, Claire Fisher's strings are are beautiful on all the tracks they're on. The horns, you know. 
are so great. I think Sign of the Times is an album, and especially this track as an example, is just shows how much of an expert Prince was with the use of space. Like, he know, yeah. knows when to fill space in the track, when to leave it kind of bare, when to, you know, kind of go almost overboard with it, yeah. and um, layer it up, or when it, it's just time to bring it down to the bare essentials, or... Um, even the, you know, the strategical, um, placement of the backing vocals on this, because, um, they follow a pattern and then the pattern changes, but it's still like really cool and interesting. So, um, and forever my life is definitely, um, a testament to how, um, much thought he puts into where, what space, what he wants to fill in the space of his songs. Yeah. And and the thing is as well, I you know uh, uh, something with Sign of the Times, um, you know that I think some of the kind of later albums in the two thousands maybe were missing, which is there was a very specific sound to all the, uh, you know, the tracks, um, you know, which might just come with the fact that he was putting a lot of stuff straight through the board rather than amping stuff up. So you know, there's a, there was maybe a way that he was recording with Susan Rogers that was kind of coming with this, but the sound was very warm. Um, and particularly on this track, you know, uh, not just like the subject matter, you know, which obviously feels very kind of like, you know, welcoming and serious, but, you know, the sound of it is very kind of like warm. Um, and, you know, it's just one of the, it's just one of those tracks where you kind of listen to it. And like, like we say, as it gets to the fade out, you just want to keep you want it to keep going. Yes. And uh, in the live version, they do keep going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, day has it go. Um, the forever, baby. And they did the little, yeah. the little call and response yeah, ha- kind of thing. Yeah, but Bonnie Boyer starts uh, kind of adding little things in there, and they, they kind of have a call and response with the crowd. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, and it, it's just you know it's it's kind of and the thing is as well the live version actually starts with uh, the OEO chant from uh, "It's Going to Be a Beautiful Night" at the beginning. Oh yeah. There. Um, and and then as we get to the end of the song, Prince starts incorporating parts of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of going back on his. You know, a little different contrast with the lyrical content of Forever in My Life. And then you get It, which is about doing it. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, it's like the live version I really love. Uh, I mean, I love that Sign of the Times concert film because that was the first time I heard pretty much all the tracks on Sign of the Times. Like that version is what I'm kind of used to yeah. um, of most of like the tracks. And so like hearing hearing that kind of live version uh, with Prince kind of just particularly with the band I mean the band at that time was so great oh yeah they kind of really kind of get into it and they kind of you know take take part in the song and uh, you know it's really fun to kind of see them you know uh, kind of playing this song that essentially Prince just recorded by himself uh, you know with Susan Rogers um, you know in Minnesota one night uh, and so you know it's nice to kind of see see that kind of uh, brought to life um, and particular you know like the the crowd that are, are there which you know um parts of that were recorded yeah. in in, yeah. in um in uh in i think holland um and then yeah, other and parts then they, we were did a reshoot at paisley park right yeah so i think i think the oeo bit is re- a re-record but i think the rest of it is actually the the actual performance on the night so um but yeah i mean it's just such a great song i don't think we need to say it but five out of five. Oh yeah no doubt five out of five um I'd be hard pressed to find a song on Side of the Times that wasn't a five out of five. This is definitely, in my opinion, a a big peak of yeah. just I I would say just music that year in general. Um, its impact on the pop charts in the United States was um big to to some extent. 
but not, you know, to the levels of Purple Rain or even to the levels of Around the World in a Day or um, the Batman album coming up or Diamonds and Pearls. But um, still, I, it got, I think, a lot of recognition at um, various award shows, newspapers. It got um, an Album of the Year nomination at the Grammys also. Yeah. So that was um, that was pretty cool. Where, even though he doesn't win, the winners from that year, U2 for the Joshua Tree, came up on stage and they gave Prince a shout-out just because... You know, they they knew they had good competition. They... Uh, now, Prince, obviously, he played this for, you know, the Sign of the Times tour. Uh, he played it a little bit on the Love Sexy tour. And then he pretty much didn't play it for, like, the rest of the, of the 90s. And then kind of in the 2000s, he, he kind of gradually brought it back. And, you know, um, on the final tour, he did do it uh, at the piano as well. So, um, you know, obviously... I feel like the sentiment fits with, um, you know, Prince's um, kind of conversion, shall we say? Oh yeah. Um, you know, when, once he became a Jehovah's Witness, I think that this song is one of the few from kind of like the eighties that really fitted with um, his his new kind of persona. And obviously, you know, there's a track coming up later on this album which he changed the name of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, to reflect that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, just such a great song. I mean, I wasn't able to find any kind of covers that would were kind of um you know from before his death i found a few that were kind of live covers that people had done in tribute to him and you know like i said on plenty of episodes i don't really count those yeah um, you know as legitimate um you know you have to have covered a prince song before he died for for me to think about it i understand um, so, that but uh, yeah i mean just such a great song i mean i feel like uh, really what i should be urging people to do is rather than listening to this podcast listen to the song forever in my life oh yeah or just listen to all the sign of the times you know definitely um, um and when he does it live you're mentioning the the band atmosphere that and it's i um what i've always enjoyed about sign of the times is it feels like a project he did by himself but then once you get and see it on stage you are like oh wow look how he incorporates this what a strong band leader um yeah it was he was just at the peak of everything at that time when it came to writing, when it came to performing live, dancing, um, different studio techniques, yeah, the guitars, the piano. It was it's quite a spectacle, Prince in nineteen eighty seven. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you know, uh, if you think about like you know any other career, if an artist just put out a Sign of the Times and that album was their only album in their entire career they could tour that thing for like 30 years and have a fruitful career. But for Prince, that was just one of 30 <laughs> yeah, something of... albums. And, you know, yeah. and by the time you get to the end of the next year, he's already recorded another two albums. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, so it's, I don't know, it's just kind of amazing to think of, of this kind of like, um, you know, this, this 29 year old kind of putting out all this material. Yeah. Uh, and this album itself is just so, I mean, a lot of people kind of dispute how even it is. And in terms of like the different, you know, mood switches, like we said, hot thing is right before this. And that is definitely yeah. not about settling down. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, from Prince's point of view, you know, he, he had, you know, he had crystal ball and he had um, dream factory and, you know, he had all this material and he obviously must've picked the 16 songs that he felt were the best and you know that put them in the order that he felt was the best and so you know i can't argue with with that because yeah. you know this is just one of my favorite print songs and you know it's not even just, it's not even like there's a ton of stuff there you know like when people talk about prince being a genius it's not even like you can say well listen to him playing all these instruments it's just you know an acoustic guitar a very simple beat and it's just his voice yeah um, and i think you know that's all you need sometimes just his perfect use of 
space with all that. Um, great, great, great sense of rhythm that um, yeah. a lot of, at least in my opinion, a lot of guitar players don't get down rhythm as well as they should have. And um, I remember Prince actually um, speaking about that when he talks about his guitar. He's like, yeah, um, rhythm was super important. That's something that's um, lacking. And that's, you know, another yeah. tool I have that elevates me in front of other people. So definitely um, great sense of um, rhythm on this track. Yeah, I could, I love the, the live version. Sometimes they'll, um, they do the, like the little drums for like a, a, a decent long chunk of time. For some reason, I'm just hypnotized by this pattern and the, you know, the drum patch you used on this, that I can listen to that opening thing throughout the entire yeah. time and not get like bored. Like, all right, um, change to the, La, da, 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 da. so <laughs> yeah um so i i think we've said as much as we possibly can about yes. uh about for my life um, one little trivia um, fact oh, if i remember correctly i'm pretty sure that this was the wedding song at john f kennedy jr's wedding okay, i'm pretty well. sure if <laughs> i didn't know that and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fact check you alec all right <laughs> so, so we'll take that as read i'm gonna go ahead and say 90 percent sure that i've, I've read that in, online somewhere I could be a yeah. weird source, but I've known that for a long time. <laughs> it would be it would be such a great first oh, dance yeah. song. I mean, you just could not argue. Um, you know, I'm almost mad at John F. Kennedy Jr. for stealing it. Man. <laughs> yeah, um, so. none of us can recreate that beautiful moment. <laughs> J- JFK uh, Jr. So let's go to plugs then. Is there anything you need to plug, Alec? My Twitter, Alec Reina ninety eight. Um, follow me. It's, it's whatever. I do a lot of retweets. Um, love following print stuff. I love talking up. Um, all Prince fans. This is one of my favorite things to do just because I get so excited and I'm not usually a natural <laughs> talker, you feel, but it it comes out when I'm talking about Prince. <laughs> uh, you can follow us at Prince Track by Track on Facebook or you can follow us at Twitter at Prince Podcast or you can email us, not sure why you would, unless you want to collect Alec on that John F. Kennedy Jr. fact <laughs> at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Uh, thanks once more for being my guest. Awesome. And otherwise, goodbye. With you.